The man I hired to create my gift basket training videos was very good at what he did. He came to my studio with all of his equipment, set everything up, and we went forward with creating those videos. What he wasn't great at was helping me to take really good looking gift basket photographs after we created the videos. He suggested that I put a colorful fabric that I happen to have in the studio in back of the already made gift baskets and he did take the photos. But today I look at the photos and I just chuckle knowing that when you take gift basket photographs, you need a plain white background or at the minimum, a beige or an ivory background. You really want a really stark white background so that the gift basket is outstanding. It encourages people to not only stay on your website and look at your photographs, but also buy the gift baskets and encourage their friends and family through referrals. When you are making your really setting up your gift basket studio, you're looking at your own studio that where you want to set up all the photographic components. And you might say to yourself, well, I really don't have any room for that. Or where do I start? Well, this episode is all about a guide to setting up your own photo studio, not only so that your photographs come out crisp and sharp as you want them, but also so there you make money from those photographs because of the beauty that is shown in those great photos. So if you're wondering what you need and how you're going to set this up, this episode is going to make everything clear for you. Stay tuned. Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, the Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. You might be saying to yourself, well, I don't really need a whole photo studio as if I'm a, a professional photographer. And that's true. You don't need what is normally called a studio. Maybe you have a corner in your office, or maybe you just have a section in your apartment that you create, that you bring all of your equipment in and then break it down when you don't need that particular area for taking photographs. But it is very important for you to take photographs of all of the gift baskets that you make. And I do mean all of them for just several reasons. And it's actually more than several because several I consider to be like three reasons. But there's much more behind taking photos. First of all, taking the photos reminds you of what you have created in the past so that you don't have to search your memory banks for, well, what did I do and how did I position that? You also want to take pictures so that you elevate your design style. You can see how your expertise elevates and gets better as you continue to make gift baskets. And that's another thing that photos help you to do. But let me give you just some more background on why having photographs and creating your own photo studio and what you need for that studio is going to help you do. First of all, your Photos are going to help you create a portfolio of the kinds of designs that you create over time. You might start with just baby baskets or birthday baskets or wedding baskets, 
as you can continue to make your gift baskets, that portfolio of photographs, what you have to offer is going to expand. You might put those photos in an album, some kind of archival album. You might use a digital photo frame. You might have an archive in a private area on your website. It's going to be up to you where you're going to put all these photos and how you're going to categorize them as well. So that is going to be very helpful to you. The photographs are also going to be part of your website so that as you take the photographs, you're going to update the website. You're going to change the photos. You're going to make sure that your photos are even better and sharper and crisper as time goes on. You also want photographs at, for proof to your customer of what you made. If the customer doesn't receive the gift basket, you want to show the buyer by email at least what you created for the recipient. Because if the customer never sees it, then they're wondering, well, how did things come out? I, I'd like to see what I purchased. So that customer proof is going to be important. You also take the photographs for social sharing. You're going to share your photos on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media program you go to, whatever social media program you believe your customers and your visitors and anyone who is a prospect wants to see what you have created. The taking of photographs also helps in a shipping claim. What if a gift basket doesn't make it to point B from your studio? You need to have proof of what you created, what was in the box, so that you can tell whatever shipping company of what was missing and what compensation you want. So they want that proof as well. I always think about how my husband had a lot of tools in his in the trunk of his car and when his car was stolen and the tools were all taken out he had no proof of what he wanted as compensation from the insurance company because he had no photographs of all the tools so you want photographs definitely of what you are shipping every time before you ship the photographs also helps you with newsworthy submissions to your newspaper or magazine, the local media. That always helps in getting you more promotion. And it's free promotion. I mean, it's free because you don't have to pay for it if if your gift basket is featured in, a, in an article. Uh, but it's going to take you time, and time is money. <laughs> but you do want photographs, so in case a reporter wants a gift basket photograph to go along with an article, you have a bank of photographs to look at and select for that reporter. And as I mentioned, the photographs also help you with creative guidance. It helps you to recognize what you made, how you made it, and how to create a better design if that design needs a little bit more support or elevation in the way you create it. You don't need to go by memory all the time because you have other things to think about. You are marketing, you are meeting people, you are taking care of your business and taking care of your personal life. So you don't really need every gift basket in your memory bank. Oh goodness, could you actually do that? <laughs> I know I can't. 
So those are some of the reasons why you need photographs for your portfolio, your web photos, customer proof of what you sent to a recipient. Even if you are sending the gift basket to the actual customer, it's nice to follow up, <clears throat> excuse me, follow up with a thank you and a photograph of the gift basket that you made for the person. The, gift, the photographs are great for social sharing, for your shipping claims. Goodness forbid if you ever have to claim that something was not delivered. It's great for sharing with any reporters or anyone in broadcasting. And the creative guidance to help you elevate your designs is, again, why photographs are going to be helpful for you. So how do you put together your photo studio very uh, in a budget-friendly manner? And you could certainly spend thousands of dollars on a photo studio. Nothing wrong with that. I always believe and, and go by the, the thought that if you start smaller with good products, things that are going to, uh, equipment that's going to help to stay with you in the long run, then you're going to have the foundation for a good studio. First of all, you're going to pick an area in your office. If you don't have an office or if you don't think you have an area, look for any place where you are that has a nice neutral color as a background. That color is going to be anything from white to eggshell. You want something that's nice and clean and, and in the white family. I have a very nice office that has uh, a, a, a very deep tan color, which isn't so great for gift basket taking. I have another room with burgundy colors. So what I happen to have is a, uh, a photo studio that I can actually break down with a white cloth that I can uh, um, adhere to my ceiling or really the, the top of the walls, not the ceiling. And it I can put it up and break it down anytime I want. You're going to find that kind of area somewhere in your in your environment because it's going to be it's going to be beneficial for you in the long run. Here are the items that you will need as that foundation for your photo studio. You're going to use a either a traditional camera or your cell phone camera. And at this point, you probably know that Cell phone cameras take very good pictures, no matter what type of cell phone that you have. If it doesn't take good pictures, then perhaps there is a traditional camera that you can get at, at a retail store or maybe from a discounter that's going to support you. You also need a tripod, and that tripod ought to be a floor model tripod, one that has long legs that will be on the floor versus one that will be on a tabletop because you want some range. You want some distance between the camera, whatever camera you're using, and the gift basket itself so that you can move the tripod around, um, have the camera on the tripod within it, and have nice stable pictures. If you take pictures just holding the camera in your hand, it could certainly come out uh, without any blur. But why take that chance if a floor model tripod is going to do the job for you? And they don't cost a whole lot of money. Do your research, see which tripods are going to be 
um, at a um, at a course that is going to be helpful to you and going to be within whatever budget you set for yourself. You might even find a tripod secondhand through a Craigslist or maybe at a a, a discount store, maybe a, a Goodwill or Salvation Army. You never know. But if you buy it secondhand at some of the retailers and it's already been used, just make sure that it has all the components you need and it actually works when you are fitting the legs and bringing the legs down to be on the floor. You don't want to buy something and all of a sudden it's missing a component or it's rickety or anything like that. You also need very good lighting. Even if you're using the sun, sometimes the sun can cast a shadow. So lighting is going to be very helpful. I have floor model lights that have three light bulbs attached to it with the covers over the lights. But I also use the kinds of lights that you find in a home improvement store that have, uh, they're silver on the outside, the, the actual cover to the bulb is silver. And then I buy certain types of lighting that I've, uh, certain types of bulbs that I've learned about on the internet that's good for photo taking. And you can look up that kind of information online as well. And as I mentioned, you need a white background because that does, and that will cut down on the imaging and the editing that you have to do to any photographs. Hopefully you don't have to do any editing. You don't have, you don't have to do any cleanup or anything like that. But having a white background will will minimize what you have to do to a picture. You know, if you just take a picture, not just, but taking a picture with your camera on a tripod with a white background will stabilize the image and allow you to create a, a good image without all kinds of, uh, of photographic imagery that, that professionals do when they are graphic designers. You don't want to go through all that. You also, as I mentioned, need just a small space to take your photographs. The, um, going back to the white background, you could use a white sheet. You just want to make sure that the sheet, uh, it has no wrinkles in it. So you might use a steamer to take out the wrinkles, or maybe you use an artist canvas that you get from an art studio that usually doesn't have uh, you can usually roll it up and it won't have crinks and uh, cricks and bubbles and things in that canvas and you can just roll the canvas down and have it on some kind of uh, of um, I don't know what it's called but you can have it on some kind of stand so that it's just white in the background for your for your photographs You'll also need some kind of table or some kind of shelf wherever you're taking your gift baskets. You may need a stool to put the gift basket on if you're not using a table or shelf. What, whatever works in that studio in terms of placing the gift basket on is going to be uh, what you're looking for. And do some, as I mentioned, do some research before you buy everything so that you don't have to return anything or, or you know, you just want to make sure that what you choose is going to be 
possibly what you use right off and not buy something as if you're buying some shoes and you buy a size eight, but you really needed a size nine. And you don't want to go through all kinds of returns and exchanges if you don't have to. Well, another thing that I've done with an art, the canvas, the white background artist canvas or the white sheet, sometimes you can bring it from the ceiling or really the wall that it is attached to and then bring it down and onto the stool or the table or the shelf so that the white background continues from the back of the picture to the the bottom of the picture. So think of that as well. And there certainly are probably YouTube videos on how to do this or um, other resources and sources for you to find how to set up what you need. Now, where do you get the supplies for the photo studio? As I mentioned, you can go to a home improvement store to look at the lighting that's available. Certainly, you could go to a Walmart or a Target or anywhere like that. These are the places where you will pay tax on the product because it's equipment that's going to be a part of your business. It's not something that you're reselling. So you can have a, a look at what is in the home improvement stores. I found so many wonderful lighting options there in terms of what I was uh, sharing with you a little bit earlier. The bulbs as well <laughs> are definitely from the home improvement studio, uh, home improvement store, excuse me. Art supply store I mentioned, you might buy a white canvas there or there may be some other kind of equipment because artists certainly take photographs of their of their uh, works of any kind of art they have. Uh, the art that's created is also jewelry and pottery and things like that. So the art store, art supply store could be of help to you. Your supplies also come from, as I mentioned, your cell phone or a dedicated camera. So that you probably have yourself right now. If your, if your cell phone has to, doesn't have enough room in it. And that's happened to me. I have purchased secondhand cell phones from eBay or from Groupon or anywhere like that, because I don't want to buy a very expensive cell phone if I don't need to. But at the same time, dedicated cameras cost less than cell phones. So maybe you consider a a camera with a high pixel amount. I know the pixels are in the 20s at this point. So perhaps um, a camera, a dedicated camera will be helpful. I also mentioned Craigslist as maybe a place to get your supplies. There are people who are relocating, who just need to get rid of certain items and Craigslist might be of help to you in your area. And uh, I mentioned the camera or retail store to buy some of your photographic equipment. So those are five places where you can get supplies. So having a photo studio that is part of your business is going to benefit you greatly in so many ways, both in person and online when you are showing your gift baskets. If you look at the very big gift basket sellers, you'll see how their photographs are taken. And that's something that you can copy, not the pictures themselves, of course, but the photographic technique 
of the way they take their photos, how they have the gift basket set up. Of course, there's no shrink wrap, no cellophane on the gift basket that is being shown. And then some of the components are around the front of the gift basket or the gift container, if you're using containers, so that the person can see the cookies or the beverage or some of the other items that are inside of the gift basket, but displayed on the outside or on the table or shelf around the front of the gift basket. That's a, a setup that is pretty standard today and something that you can achieve on your own. So this is how a photo studio is not only created and the steps it takes and and the the way that you may be taking the photos without that colorful background I talked about. This is how the photo studio can help you generate more interest in what you have in terms of the designs that you offer and how it will make you money over time. A lot of times I, I find that my customers will ask me, well, what do you have for this or what do you have for that? And I'm able to show them different options and examples of gift basket designs that I've made in the past because of the photos that I've taken and also categorized so that I can find them easily. And that's a, also a big part. You can take as many photos, of course, as you want of your gift baskets, but if you don't set them up in some kind of category in your computer or maybe on a USB stick or something like that, it's going to be difficult for you to find what you're looking for. And that's going to take time. And that's taking away from other tasks that you have on your agenda. So as you're creating your portfolio, be sure to consider how you're going to set up your files. I set them up in a way where I can find all of my baby gift baskets in a, a folder called baby, all of my birthday gift baskets in a folder called birthday. And with the birthday gift baskets, then I segmented even more to men or women or children, uh, anything for pets. And I segment the pets. If I'm making something for a bird versus a dog, cat, or snake, I segment my pictures within the main file for pets. So consider that and do that segmenting immediately. As soon as you take the photographs and you're happy with them, put them in the folders that they need to be in. Don't wait a minute and say, well, I'll do it later because later really doesn't come. So that is your guide to set up your photo studio so that you have great pictures to share with your customers, whether online or in person and also be able to generate a lot more money because you have social proof and really general proof of what you have to share in terms of your designs. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. And I thank you so much for joining me for a guide to set up your photo studio. Next week, we're going to discuss another important topic that's going to elevate not only your notoriety, but also your income. And be sure to rate this podcast. Usually the ratings come through Apple's podcast. If you're on Spotify or iHeartRadio, I really appreciate the rating that you give, whether it's a one or a five. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier, wishing you baskets of success. <laughs>